Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your chakra coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can help guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hello and welcome. Welcome back. What is going on with you all? Thank you for listening, by the way. I appreciate that a lot. On several of the past episodes, I, or a guest, has mentioned journaling as a method of healing or of getting in touch with your higher self. And I know that I mention it a lot as a way of exploring and balancing your chakras, but as a very astute listener pointed out, I've never really given you a specific way to do this, to incorporate journaling into your life. So today, I thought we'd talk about it. I think it can seem really obvious, journaling, like it's a thing we should just all know how to do, but it isn't. There are a lot of ways to do it, and finding the right one for you is key to bringing the practice into your life. I also think that we tend to try one way, we don't enjoy it, and then we we discard the whole thing because we we figure we're just not the journaling type. At least I know that's how I felt. Everyone kept saying that journaling was this amazing thing, and I just could never get into it until I figured out how I wanted to journal. So that's what I want to share with you today. So maybe if you think you're not really the type, you can reconsider and try a new style. Journaling overall is great for the chakras, especially if you want it to be. But I find it especially good for the sacral and throat chakras. The sacral chakra is all about our emotions and journaling is a great place to process our feelings. It's very healing to get them out of your body and onto paper. And of course, because the throat chakra is all about expression and communication, writing is a way to do that, to communicate with ourselves and with our highest self. At its most basic, journaling is just writing down your thoughts and feelings, but I kind of think that's where we tend to stop thinking about what it could be. Or we think of a journal as a diary, right? A list of what we did, maybe how we felt about it, but sort of just a a tracker of our lives. And it certainly could be that. People who did that in the past have been instrumental in helping us learn about what life was like in some cultures because they kept records of what they did each day. It certainly doesn't tell us about everyone, but it's a little window into the day-to-day of people in the past. I, however, find that kind of journaling to be boring. I already have a calendar and a to-do list, and I just don't have a lot of feelings about things like go to grocery store or dentist appointment. So that type of journal was never going to be for me, and it wouldn't accomplish what I was hoping for anyway, which was to get a deeper understanding of myself. I was looking for a conversation with my soul. So today, I'm going to share a couple types of journaling that I've done that were helpful in various times in my life. And here's my suggestion. Pick one. We're always trying to do everything all at once and do all the practices and meditate and journal and do rituals and a million things. And then we get frustrated that we're not doing it all. So we give up on everything. So pick one thing and do it for a while. Don't even commit to doing it every day if you don't want to. Just try it, even one time, one thing. 
and see what you think. Now, in my experience, one day of journaling isn't helpful, but it's better than no days. And one day makes me want to do another day and so on. And I eventually get to the point where I miss it if I don't do it. Last week, as I was introducing Ian, I mentioned that I'd been off my normal routine. And part of that was that I was traveling and didn't write for a few days. It was an intentional choice, but it really made an impact on me more than I thought it would. And then it took a few days for me to get back into it. So while you can absolutely try it once or twice, for me, the habit of it is is what has been so helpful. I also don't lose my mind if I don't do it every day either. I regularly miss a day or two each week, and that is okay. Let's promise ourselves not to get hung up on being perfect, because that will take us away from our goals, not towards them every time. So types of journaling. An easy way to get started with journaling is with journaling prompts. I use this technique in my courses and with my clients, a simple question to answer each day. Of course, I like to do that with the chakras, like one week the prompts will be all about the root chakra, the next the sacral, etc. And the answers can be very simple as well, two or three sentences. That's the other thing. I think we think journaling has to be these long entries, and I'm, I'm just not sure that's true, especially up front when you're just trying it out. Journaling prompts are a great way to explore your thoughts about a topic. We have all these thoughts and ideas floating around in our head, just quietly directing our actions from behind the scenes. And half the time, we don't even know they're there. A journaling prompt lets you get a lot of them out on paper. And we're almost always surprised at what comes out. And when we write for longer than a few sentences and don't try to edit our thoughts, you'll be even more surprised. I can't, I can't tell you the number of times I've written something down and thought, I didn't even know I thought that. And the amazing thing is when I realize that at the front of my brain, I don't think that, but I realize that the thought has still been in the back of my brain and getting it out there really helps us look at the beliefs we hold or beliefs we held that we thought we got rid of and help keep them from taking root again. And you can find journaling prompts just about anywhere. If you want to do a chakra prompt, you could go back to even just the titles of this podcast episodes and write about various aspects of the chakra, like start with the root and go through the aspects, strength, grounding, fear, and so on. Write yourself the prompt, what is root chakra strength to me? And just let your mind go on the subject. It's very enlightening. If you struggle with a particular chakra, you can do a positively minded prompt with intention. For example, where do I do well expressing myself if you find your throat chakra needs attention? It's easy to let your journal become a list of the faults you see in yourself. So periodically writing a list of all your awesome traits is a good habit. I like to start with prompts because it can be frustrating to sit down and wonder what on earth to write about. Prompts take away some of that awkwardness. Another type of prompt that I've used extensively is a single card draw from my Oracle deck. Way back when I talked about this a little in episode 10. And yes, this obviously requires that you have a deck of some kind. So skip this if you don't have one or you don't want one or you're not interested. 
but I found this to be an interesting way to prompt myself, but with a little less direction. My process is simple. I just sat quietly, took a few deep breaths, and asked for a little guidance. And sometimes I just say, what's the vibe today? And then I draw a card. Simple as that. And then I'd write about how the word or the card applied to what was happening in my life at the moment. This was an interesting exercise because sometimes it didn't make any sense immediately or even after a few minutes, honestly. But what it did do was ask me to approach my current situation from another direction. What if I looked at what I thought was a situation with my family, normally a root or sacral or even heart chakra issue, through the lens of the crown chakra aspect of oneness or trouble at work? which I would normally consider to be a solar plexus issue as an opportunity to look at heart chakra balance. Most of the time, this let me be creative in ways that would have otherwise been inaccessible to me. Now, you can say that the universe led me to the card each morning or that I was just making up these connections, but to me, it doesn't matter which was happening because the result was the same. I could feel my thoughts and emotions getting almost more organized. When I was looking at big decisions, I felt like I got a new perspective every morning. And one thing I'll tell you, I'm a thinker. I love to mull things over in my head. Some might even call it overthinking and overanalyzing, and they would definitely be right much of the time. But when I journaled it out, put pencil to paper, the overthinking subsided. And there was much more of a a forward movement than a, a spiral feeling to my thoughts. I don't know if that image makes sense to you, but that's how it felt. Just thinking things over, which is what I thought I could do instead of journal, sometimes made me even more anxious about whatever I was thinking about, whereas journal entries unraveled those threads. I think what I'm saying is, write it down. You won't regret it. This style of journaling is very similar to more traditional prompts because it gives you a place to start. But to me, it was really different because I was looking at my current situation, my daily life, and then getting guidance on it from the prompt rather than just writing about thoughts that already existed. I was looking for new ideas. The third type of journaling I've done and what I'm working with right now is very stream of consciousness. And It's what inspired the conversation with my soul title. I literally just sit down each day with the intent to write three notebook-sized pages. I just write down whatever comes to mind. And the topics are really varied, as you might imagine. And it jumps around a lot. Sometimes mid-sentence as something new pops into my head. And I'll write how I'm feeling, but not in anything (laughs) that resembles good prose or interesting language. It could be me writing mad, 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 or even this is stupid. I hate journaling, which is true sometimes. And and other times I'll write about a decision I've made or I'm going to make, but I'm not trying to organize a, a pros and cons list. It's just word vomit, as they say. And here's another main difference between this and the previous two styles I mentioned. Although you certainly don't have to do it this way. These pages I never go back and read. 
I know people that do it this way and then literally rip them out of the notebook and throw them out immediately. Most of my writing is completely illegible anyway, so I, I couldn't go back and read it even if I wanted to. And that's on purpose. It is in the moment writing. And I write three pages because it takes at least the first two for all the clutter to clear, all the junk that's sitting on top of the stuff I really need to get to. Two pages of, I need to get those errands done today. Did I remember to take the clothes out of the washer? Oh no, I forgot to return that call. I'm actually pretty happy about the way I handled myself in that interview and on and on with just all the random thoughts that go through my head. What this lets me do is sometimes get to the root of what's happening with me. And I ask myself questions. Why am I doing what I'm doing? And I'll write, I don't know. And then I'll keep writing. Because once I clear all that mind clutter out, it'll turn out that I actually do know, or at least I'm a little closer to understanding. And that's what I can take with me from the pages. I don't need all that clutter. It's a daily straightening up of my brain, which is kind of what I need in my life right now. At other times, I've needed other things and have used the other styles of journaling. And I'll probably go back to the others in the future because being flexible like that is really important to me. And if you're wondering what I write when I run out of things to write, I write, okay, soul, what do you have to say today? You're running out of pages, so if you got something, now's the time. And you know what? Not every day provides some sort of amazing insight. Most days don't, in fact. But it is interesting to see how much we cover up our authenticity with all this other business. And then it could just take a while to get to it. And I've, I found that I never actually do get to it without clearing up the mess. Maybe your brain isn't a mess. I can really only speak from my experience. And this is what I'm finding useful now. And the others are what I found useful in the past. The last thing that I want to talk about is the best time to journal. And there's a very clear answer. It's when you'll do it. I know that people will say you have to get up first thing in the morning and do it, but that's just setting yourself up for failure if you struggle to get out of bed anyway. Or other people say you just have to do it at night to clear your mind for sleep. Okay, if that works for you, fine. But maybe you want to do it a totally different time. Great, do that. I tend to do mine in the morning, not first thing usually, but first-ish. But some days of the week, I teach first thing in the morning, and I don't get to the pages until the afternoon. And that just has to be good enough. One time, one time, <laughs> one time I was doing them in the afternoon, and I had slept so poorly the night before and gotten up so early to work that as I was writing, I was so tired, I wrote, I'm going to take a nap. I'll be back in a bit. And that's what I did. I'm sure that's breaking some sort of very important journaling rule, but what I'm saying is that I think we should make our own new rules that are less ruley and more, this is working for me and my healing right now, so that's what I'm going to do. So the best time to journal is when you have a minute. That minute might be at the same time every day. That helps a lot of people, but if it doesn't help you, don't let that be the reason you avoid this really amazing modality. Oh, if, and if you have your own ideas about what you'd like to write about, maybe you pick a motivational quote or something else that inspires you and you want to write about that, go for it. I really don't think there's a wrong way to do it. And I know a lot of us really want to do things right or best. So 
let me put you at ease saying that any time you sit down and journal, you're doing a good job. That's what I have for you today. It's just a quick answer to a question I get every now and then. And since the beginning of this year has really been all about healing, it seemed like it would fit right in. I guess this wasn't exactly about chakras, but that's okay. Uh, The healing theme was kind of by accident, by the way. Uh, But that's what's been on my mind, and that's what tends to show up on the podcast. Anyway, I'd love for you all to join me on the socials, Instagram, and Facebook at Your Chakra Coach. Send me messages, emails, whatever. Let's connect. And you can always go to yourchakracoach.com if you want more information about what I'm doing or courses or free resources and all that good stuff. Have an amazing day and then journal all about it. I love you all. Bye.